So welcome to the fundamental no, interconnective. You gotta get, you gotta get, your, get, get on it like you're trying like to this. just. Okay. So what, yeah, what am I saying? The, welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Interconnectedness. In interconnectedness. Interconnective. And this is why he is not a permanent member of the cast oh, here. <clears throat> do it again. Do it again. Uh, yes. Do it one more time. Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of everything. Connectedness of everything. of everything. Of everything. Well, you know that was good. It was good. It was fine. Yeah, but you busted in on it. Hey, I'm, one what more time. Go ahead. We should go ahead on three. We should. No, no, no. Let, let Keith do it. He's, it's all right. It's all right. Third okay. visit to the basement studio. Let him go. All right. Let's start over. Let's play Turney. Okay. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of everything, of all things. It's connectedness. Interconnectedness. Interconnectedness. Yeah, we're going to talk about some shit. It doesn't see matter. if we can get it to fix up it another matter. shit. It and doesn't. We'll, just, we'll duct tape it all together at the end. It's episode it 70. We're, we're, I'm Woo-hoo. Jeremy. We're joined by Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. And we also have cousin Yo Keith on the third microphone. Uh, we got some feedback from our uh, uh, questions. Oh, uh, did we? Not, not well from our uh, requests last week. You requested two people to uh, email us and oh, right. let us know whether or not Eric uh, w- was an idiot or was smart. Oh, uh, I'm quite looking forward to this. Um, one is from regular listener Dante. Hey, Dante! Thanks, man. Shout out to Dante. I'm not exactly sure what this means, but he says that. He said, quote, 23% idiot, I say. So you are 67% not an idiot. So I think that's a compliment. Yeah, Wait, who are we talking uh, about? Dante says. Dante. Dante about, says. What is he talking about? Whether or not you're an idiot. Who? Dante. You. He says 23% of you is not idiotness. Who? Well, his, his exact, Dante. His exact. Is. Well, is I'm Fred says, Astaire. Excuse me. Fred Astaire is 23% idiot. Uh, okay, so anyway. Are you saying I'm Eric? You're Eric. Oh, hi. Welcome. Hi, and welcome to the, okay. the cast. All right. Now I'm now I'm up to speed. Okay. So he says 23% idiot. I say, I think. Sweet. Thanks, Dante. I think uh, that's a compliment. 67% is not bad. I, I, that's a good ratio because I would be afraid of what my ratio is because it's probably like. <laughs> wow. It's probably 67% idiot and 23% not idiot. So mine can't be good. The yeah. only thing I've talked about is like. Beer and women. Beer and women and no, vampires. Oh, vampires. Oh, vampires. Throwing up vampires. spaghetti. No, we, got, we got some good stuff out Puking of you. Puking out the car. Um, we got another email from The Het. All right. Um, and I don't exactly know what to make of this. This is either an elaborate joke that he's trying to put us into or we've got the show's first nemesis. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, let's. Here's what I want to do. He sent us an email and he sent us another clip. Uh, I'm going to read you the email. We're going to listen to the clip and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about. We're going to try and figure this whole thing out. Okay. okay. Well, we okay. were kind of we were kind of hard on him, weren't we? I mean, well, it was weird stuff. <laughs> yes. Now, so that keep that in mind. Um, so let's. I'm going to read it, we're going to listen to the clip, we're going to come back, and we're going to dissect and try to or come should up. Or re- should we listen to it and then read the clip? I'm going to read the email, listen to the clip. clip. Okay. And right, then... Go. Make it home. Okay. Make it home. Make it seven. Make it happen, so... Make it number two. Make it so, number two. Dear TFI cast, I didn't expect you to play the shit I sent you on the air. It's out of context. Those reviews that I do for the Malto Meal series are a long-running series that always feature me singing at the end. It's my shtick, if you will. Your lackluster review of my bits has put me into self-imposed exile. I will not do another serial review. I will probably kill myself now. Happy? 
on every other podcast that I appear, I am worshipped like a god. People love my shit. I really have a, I rarely have a clunker. In the space of two minutes, you guys cut me off at the knees and have put me into a depression so deep I may never recover. Thank you, TFICast, for your honest assessment of my material where I once had self-confidence. I now have only self-doubt. Have a nice day. The Het. P.S. I am attaching the last serial review that I will that I have done uh, that I had done a while ago. It will be the last ever heard on air if you play it. We're going to play it. We're going to come back and we're going to try to figure this whole thing out. Okay. Oh, all right. Have you even listened to it? No. That's, we're going to do that right now. It's time to review America's favorite bag cereal, Malto Meal. Today we're going to review Apple Zings. Now, Apple Zings are the value alternative to Kellogg's Apple Jacks. And I haven't eaten Apple Jacks since I was a kid, maybe about less than 13 years old. And Apple Jacks used to be my absolute favorite cereal on the earth. But trying Apple Zings, they don't quite live up to it. I'll give it about an 80% out of my 100% scale. There really must be something to putting something in a ba- in a bot in a in a fuck in a box because the box definitely must make it taste better. That bag must give it a funky odor or something. And uh, it was so good and so bad that it made me want to rap. In your eye, then I spit. Yeah. I tell you to your face, punk, you ain't shit. I don't give a goddamn about feelings. I'm just happy just as long as I'm killing. A 187's in progress, nigga. Just as soon as I pull this trigger, automatic heavily. Kids on the block, let a one there admiring a bad mouth, nigga, on a violent tip. I catch you talking some shit, and I'ma bust your lip. Please ain't shit, cause I'm paying them off. So I'm so ready to go, so fuck it. And bitches on my dick, they know they can suck it. I'm a hard head, always having a fit. Cause I'm not allowed to tap shit, I'm a hard motherfucker. And I died of AIDS. Okay, so the hat with his final serial review, possibly. Wow. Thoughts on the email, first of all. Any uh, thoughts on the email? Eric, thoughts on the email. Uh, Have we created TFI Cast's first nemesis, or are we part of a large hoax joke? Uh, I. I. Um. <laughs> I know, right? I, here's the thing. I was sitting... I got the iPhone, right? So I'm sitting in a meeting and like, boop, it beeps. And it's kind of a boring meeting. So I, I kind of pull it, out the iPhone and I read this email. And my heart kind of goes, boom, what the hell did we just do to this guy? But then mm-hmm. I kind of read it again. I'm like, wait a minute. Really? Yeah, I, I guess I guess I'm kind of um, at a loss for words and taken aback because I don't really care that much <laughs> i'd rather just be talking about shit you know about what happened in our lives and the things that we're doing i mean it's kind of interesting and i mean the clip itself wow anger there's a lot of anger there there's a lot of anger towards the malto meal no there's no, just no, a lot there's of no anger, anger. there's and, just anger period yeah oh. the guy is oh, like oh, oh, oh. got some serious issues deep down somehow no wait 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 i'm i'm gonna do a little bit in defense for this guy okay go I love cereal. Yeah, I love cereal and too. I I respect a man who reviews cereal. I do too, actually. I think. And uh, yeah. all right, I have to give you that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, um, I I applaud his at least uh, create creativityness uh, to uh, there's my Ness again. <laughs> no, no, keep going. My creativityness of uh, you know, singing at the end of each uh, review. Well, it's a cool. thing. It's just that uh, our, our first. 
I like the rap. I like the rap a lot better than the whole gay thing. The Chris. It the was Christopher just well, really, the, really the, bad. Actually, the uh, the the super tramp with the zingers and the eighty percent and that that was kind of that wasn't as bad as I like that. As the first he had ones. He, he had good and pro- he, and production good timing, value. Yeah, good the, timing. Oh yeah, he did. Bump. Yeah, yeah. That was that was actually a good review of Maltem, and he could have come back and just said. So yeah, I mean, if you're if you're looking for a, a bargain priced alternative to Apple Jacks, <laughs> bottom shelf check, cereal, check out the Apple Zingers. Check out they're the multi-meal Apple the Zingers. Yeah. And I agree, they're not quite as tasty as the box brand of uh, a variety of. Uh, they Apple generally Jacks. aren't, but you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, but coming out with the uh, bitches on my dick and the niggers and all that shit, and it was like, whoa, wow. what is that? I think that's an acquired. Well, I mean, taste. what what did what did that whole rap? What did it even say? Did it say anything about cereals? And, I think his. I think thing is that the the song is uh, a meta, not a metaphor but the way he feels about the cereal so going back to last week he was talking about the marshmallow mateys or whatever mm-hmm. christopher Ca- cross and the, and, the, and the whole gay singing and everything that's how marshmallow mateys made made him feel i can see whereas the apple zingers made him feel all ghetto and gangster and like yeah you know like maybe zingers. i don't know it's kind of i don't know i i gotta say i gotta say i like the production value Mm-hmm. I like the timing, just like Eric said. Uh, I like I like his voice. I like the accent. He always got this this you know the the I don't know, Brooklyn or raw raw accent that he's putting into his reviews. Mm-hmm. There's heart there. Uh, it, I think it is funny. I do. I it, think is, it's, it is. It is funny. It's something that we could use on our show. I'm just a little like uh, the the clips are fine. The clips are great, and I would love to put one on every week. And we could you know if there's something. Um, <laughs> topical we could definitely riff on it if it's going to be cereal then it's going to be well, basically us cereal sponsor nodding and reviewing and being like I mean, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. did we have spotted dick spotted dick was our spotted our advertisement dick. yes what the hell is that we'll have to play that for keith no, sometime. maybe i'll hear that see i'm still like you know on what? the fence about spotted dick i i didn't really like oh, that I liked it was them. out of key it well, was it out of matter. tune it was like maybe i should uh, send that to the head and be like hey man you know well he probably heard it maybe i don't know maybe if he went back that far anyways uh but the email, I mean, yeah, the email. What do you think? I mean, is is he is he is he seriously like? Did we did we no. crush him? No. Or is he bringing <laughs> us? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure he. Or is I'm he sure bringing he looks us at our podcast that gets like 23 downloads a week and goes, "Oh, these guys rejected me. I can't believe it. I'm going to kill myself." Because we are just the epitome of a podcast right now, huh? And that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, no, 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 no. This dude, he's on like 15 other podcasts. What the hell does he care what we think about about his? Oh, maybe they're only getting three downloads a week. <laughs> maybe it was exaggerated. Wow. Maybe wow. all the other 15 podcasts have a total Love download 15. of 15. And we have awesome. 15. Yeah. Wow. Because like we, we have 15 friends. That's high <laughs> praise. <laughs> right, right. High we, praise we for the TFI podcast. three times each, so, you know. All right, well, final word on, on the head. Uh, Het, if you're out there, if you're still listening, uh, I, 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 I enjoy the bits. I, mm-hmm. I like the breakup in our uh, conversation. Uh, I like your heart as you uh, uh, spill out your reviews about the cereal. Uh, so you know, Frankenberry. Have you done Frankenberry? Well, is there? He, I think he does. No, it's I, a malto meal thing. I think his shtick is the generic. So if there's mm-hmm. like a Frank, like a booberry uh, uh, knockoff, zombie berry. Like no, okay, Ooh, here's a question. Zombie berry cereal. Here's a question: Is Quisp 
a name no. brand yes, or is. is Quisp a Quisp knockoff? Is is inevitably like three or four dollars in the store because okay. I've I'll, I've never tried it. Oh, Quisp is awesome. Never I've had never it. had Quisp. What's never I've, had Quisp? I've it's, looked it's at it. It's that crazy like, little bunny guy. It's like an alien. He's like oh, an alien it. bunny yeah, guy. He's like he's an alien. I'm trying it. It's it's kind of like it's um, like four dollars a box or it's something. It's like Seriously. Captain Crunch, but a different uh, like shape. mold shape for the. Is it like King Vitamin? You guys ever had King Vitamin? I've had King Vitamin. I used to love King Vitamin. Okay, this is gonna lead perfect. I'm if you're out there, Brimley. we're all for you, and hopefully this is just an elaborate joke, and and, and you're going to give us the punchline soon. But talking about cereal, when I was your age, you're 23, right? And this is going to lead directly into what I want to talk about next. Great, great. Um, when I was about your age, 22, 23, mm-hmm. I was all about going down the cereal aisle and basically starting from left to right, and as long as it had sugar, I bought it. Oh, yeah, me starting too. Starting with King Vitamin, Quisp, Frankenberry. Didn't they go in alphabetical order? Alphabet Waffle Crisp. Oh, my God. The Waffle awesome. Crisp. Uh, Crispix. Uh, oh. The the the, the, oh, cinnamon the cinnamon toast, toast crunch. crunch. Well, cinnamon toast crunch also made like a French toast crunch. Whoa. If you ever if you remember that, I was all God, about I French toast cereal. And I had the lucky charm. If you fucking look up my shelf there, I got Bart Simpson oh. cereal, Homer Simpson cereal, Hulk cereal, Spider Man cereal, and Star Wars cereal. I wouldn't eat it though. It's very <laughs> aged. for a while. But do you have any green flapper cereal? There's collectors. I got no green flapper cereal. That one never made it to the shelves. So that was released directly to the landfill, just like Land Before Time Seven. This is what oh. I. This is what. <laughs> nice. They're on twenty three right now. So what's twenty three? Uh, Land Before Time. What twenty twenty three? What the episode? Um, the movie, The Land Before Time. Are you serious? Oh, you're not serious, are you? I'm. I'm. I'm not even joking. Seriously, they're on twenty two. They're on Come 20- on, Keith. Come no, on. No, they're on twenty three. Did you have you seen it? Did you did you buy it? Are you, have you, you seen all twenty three? The Time Life Collection. Guys, 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 come on! I would never ever buy that. The gold. I rented collection. it. <laughs> I rented it. Netflix. God, no, no. I don't throw my money away. You, you saps. I just like you can do reviews of those. In my pocket. All twenty three. Land before time. Land before time. You know, Land before that little time dinosaur 16. did something really cute this episode. You got to check it out. Land before time sixteen, not that great, but seventeen really picked it up. They he got pooped, uh, he pooped oh, right man. at his brother. Oh my god, it was hilarious. It's all about you know learning special values and they brought Robert Zemeckis in to develop it or to direct it. It was awesome. It was fantastic. He really brought. I thought it was Wes Craven. Did, did, didn't he do one of them? Oh no, no, he did twenty two. It was a little 22. dark. It was dark. It was like T-Rex. It was actually rated PG. Littlefoot almost died in that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sarah did too. I'm Wilford Brimley. The little like triceratops she died. I like oatmeal. Um, like dinosaur-shaped oatmeal flavor. Yeah, as you were saying. Marshmallow bits <clears throat> in my cereal. We have almost, almost three decades. Eric, I'm going to consider you 40 for this little experiment. Can I get some more monitor? <laughs> I need more. Can I get some Geritol? Eric, uh, I'm sorry. Keith is 23. I That's am correct. 33. And Eric is almost 40. 39, but almost 40. So we've basically got almost three decades covered. Wow. We do. So I came up with... And this cat that's sitting on my lap is only seven. So. No, that cat is... You're looking no, very actually, Dr. That, Evil that, there, that by the way. That cat's like 15. 15 so so that's we got 15, 15, 23, 33, and almost say? 40. What do you say? Meow. Meow. So I came up with a list of, um, I call them pulp, pop culture questions, but I don't think it really references <sighs> pop culture all that much. That cat's not going to make any noise into that microphone. So what I want to do is uh, I want to fire off these questions. Don't torture the cat. That's not funny. No, she loves it. Look at her. She's getting all into that microphone. It's like there's catnip Meow. on there or something. Now my microphone smells like cat. It's a good thing you don't have cat allergies. Man, I do. I'm glad you didn't do it to my mic. I'm going to throw out these questions, and I want you to just 
answer them in, in no particular order. I've, I wrote these questions. I haven't really thought about the answers too much. Okay. So it's we're all kind of on level ground here, okay? I'm a grower, not a shower. Well, now that we've got that out of the way. <laughs> Eric's excluded from this bit. <laughs> oh, I uh, thought that was the first question. Right? And this actually... You were looking at me expectantly. 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 Longingly, really. <laughs> wow. I, uh, the way I, I didn't know this, I the, the show wins. Uh, wow. Look, really, this podcast is going to culminate with Eric and I fucking. I mean, that's <laughs> just... Not, not tonight. I mean, episode it's only episode 70. It's, that's, yeah, it's like the 100th episode spectacular. It's going to be us like... <laughs> All those other episodes have just been oh, sexual tension oh, building up till then. Oh, Oh, Eric, what should we do? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can look at you tomorrow. I knew it could be this bad. I believe our friendship to be over. <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> oh, for that five seconds of release. Anyways, oh. uh, this was totally unintentional, but the first question actually kind of dovetails off of the hat. Uh, what was your favorite or most memorable breakfast cereal. Oh God, that could take a little bit. Each think. one of you, just throw it out. If if you if you need time to think, Mem- I, what do you mean? Mem- you mean like 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 in like like wait, s- delicious or yeah? Like, think, okay, like, thought provoking. I remember this one time I Here. ate this one cereal. Or you mean like let me let me the, let me set it all up over time. Like no what, no not over time. Now let me set this all up. This is basically like your first like your first well <laughs> hold on my breakfast my hold on. virgin hear experience. me out hear me this out was the first time i had cereal in my mouth all Whoa. of us probably as babies had our cheerios and whatever and we're not whatever we don't really remember cheers but there was one cereal that popped out as like that's the one that like oh yeah oh i remember that cereal particularly for some reason oh yeah i got it all right go ahead keith Fire waffle away. chris i already said this earlier but waffle chris even to this day has been a uh uh, the pinnacle of cereal for me. Okay. It's uh, delicious, waffle-shaped little pieces of goodness. And uh, the reason Corn. I loved it so much is With that... With that uh, syrup coating on it. Oh, oh, I love it. And that little hint of butter. Mm. It tastes just like a little waffle. But anyways, the reason I love it so much is that once when I was young, when it first came out, I ate a whole box of it and threw up. <laughs> but but ah, here's the see? thing. I still enjoyed it. Nice. Like my mom went out and bought more of it because I never to- told her about eating the whole box and throwing and up. Throwing up. And she still bought more, and I still ate it, and still love it to this day. And how old were you when that it occurred? I was like, uh, oh man, I think it was like nine. Okay, so I say favorite or most memorable because it doesn't necessarily need to be your favorite cereal. It could have been the cereal that you ate and threw up on, and you're like, oh man, this is the first thing I remember is I ate. Well, but it's st- so that kind of for Keith that so covered like both, both those, right. those questions. Yeah, yeah, favorite and most memorable. For me, it's a Ghostbusters cereal. Oh, Ghostbusters! Because that thing was like. Um, crispy sugar bits just placated with marshmallows and i would not i wouldn't use any milk i would just sit there with the box at my computer and just eat handful after handful did you like did you pick the marshmallows out i didn't need to like eat the crunchy bits first and then like have this huge handful of like sticky marshmallows ghostbusters cereal ghostbusters cereal was so awesome that you didn't need to do that you could pick up a handful i've been slimed and literally there'd be 20 marshmallows and like four crispy bits so you just be like see i i was uh, was really young when that came out so uh i never got to well i was probably i don't i mean i probably should have like a prior memory memory but i was probably about 14 when i Oh yeah, indulged in that cereal. All right, Eric. Well, I okay. Maybe maybe this is the whole generational thing, but I'm gonna have to put a different twist on this. Because That's okay. That's why I'm I, asking these I, questions. As I grew up, um, my parents were a little bit maybe frugal or something, mm-hmm. and so we never got 
sugary cereals. And so I was always kind of like, oh, I want the sugary cereal. I uh-huh. want the meat. But I never got them. So if I would go over to somebody else's house, it would be like, oh, mm. yeah. yeah. I'm going to sleep over at Jim's house crunch. tonight. I'm, well, one in particular that I remember is uh, the, the Fred and Barney, the Cocoa oh, Pebbles. Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Was so, it Cocoa Pebbles or Fruity Pebbles? It was Cocoa. I love them both. Okay. It was both Cocoa delicious. Pebbles because it turned the milk chocolatey. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I would like eat a whole, I mean, his mom was just like, uh, who the hell is this guy you brought him? He's like, eating why is he eating all of our cereal of cocoa pebbles? You know, and I, I think it's his last seriously, meal. Seriously, I'm like, I would eat the whole bowl and then like more, there'd be more, all this more. chocolate milk, and I would drink <laughs> more, and then more, put more. And uh, one time in particular, I remember we, I, we were over there. I was over at his house, and we were like eating these cocoa pebbles, and I was like freaking. He always made fun of me for doing it, but we started laughing so hard because to him it was I, like cocoa pebbles. Right. I have this every day. I, I don't even like this shit. You can have it all. <laughs> just have so it you all, can man. Eat my cocoa pebbles. If I could just get some of that bag multi-meal cereal at your yeah. house, that'd be fine. Some of those waffle the crisps or something, dude. <laughs> oh, I want. God, he'd be I have, so lucky. Can I have some of that? Some of those grape nuts that you always have at your house, man. I'm loving that shit. <laughs> Actually, that, well, that, now that's another one. Or, if you, if you, and maybe this was like this is maybe tied into my obsession with the cocoa pebbles because if you would take grape nuts oh. and like pour chocolate milk in them. They, and you let them sit for like a half an hour. <laughs> That's commitment. I, oh it's my mush. gosh. It was it's so good. It was chocolate so good because the, the, the grape nuts were too hard even to eat. Right, right, right. They were super fucking crunchy. But if you would pour chocolate milk Ooh. in grape nuts and let it sit, it would soak up and just form this chocolatey mush that was really fucking <laughs> it was good. Because it's yeasty. Grape nuts are yeah, very yeah, yeasty. Yeah. and But that chocolate, it was a really... So, anyways, the back to the cocoa pebbles. One time, we were just we were dicking around, and we were having so much fun that I laughed so hard that these cocoa pebbles actually came out of my nose. And so I remember that as a story, and I wow. thought it was kind of gross, but I'm that would have to be it. They would have so to be that's cocoa actually pebbles that's or the, grape nuts. That's a milk. favorite slash memorable story yeah. right yes. there because so, you got the, yeah, the nose story. Yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, what was the first movie you recall seeing in the theater? Oh, I, Star Wars. No, no. The first one I ever saw well, was uh, was Jungle Book. Okay. Mowgli. Yeah. Oh, sweet. There's follow-ups to these. So you've got Jungle sweet. Book. You've got Star Wars. And honestly, I, the first movie I recall seeing, I think, was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Wow. <laughs> okay. No way. Pee-wee's yep. Big Adventure. There's I remember that. that. Okay. Just the <clears throat> bare necessity. Why? The follow-up question, the first follow-up question, because there's two, is why did you go see that movie? What was the backstory on that? Oof. Um, My mom had some money, and um, <laughs> she I decided to take that, me yeah. as a young lad with my sister to see the movie because it was playing. Well, that and our uh, movie theater at the time was Wait actually- Wait a minute. I just got a- You, a Corey- and my mother, Brenda. your mother, yeah. and me went to the drive-in. Oh, near Tawas or Sand Lake or somewhere—I don't know where it was—and we probably. saw a double feature. I don't remember what the first feature was, but it was like a G-rated movie. So she was all about that. And the second movie, you fell asleep during the G-rated movie. You were like two or three. Yeah. And the second movie was She's Having a Baby, which Corey and I fell asleep for, but you and your mom watched. But you were like two or three, so, <laughs> so you I probably don't like, remember. Whatever. I probably had like food or popcorn or like, you know, some kind of candy. Something so I was like, whatever. I keep awake. Anyways, okay. So Milk mom works. had money and said, let's go see this movie. And that's the first movie you recall seeing. Yeah. It was It was the animated version, right? Yes. It was that's the a really version. good movie. I like that movie a lot. That actually, That movie actually came out like in 1960. Yeah. That is an old movie. But well, see, our old, uh, our, uh, in Tawas, our, uh, 
our movie theater was uh, they had the walls painted like in a mural to uh, this movie because it was like the first movie they actually ever played. Oh, oh sweet. so okay. they actually had like reshowings every once in a while. Nice. I think we went to a reshowing. That okay. is That's that is cool. uh, that is still probably one of the, either that like for the Disney movies mm-hmm. that or uh, have you ever seen Robin Hood? Yeah, oh, I want to uh, see that boxes. again really oh bad because when I was a kid, it's I loved that movie. The, the oh, yeah. animated version, yeah, that those three like like Pinocchio, the Robin Hood, and Pinocchio I play those. Fucked, it's crazy, up. it's really isn't it? Crazy. Yeah, Wait, did you see the uh, the live action version also with uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No, JTT. that was kind of fucked. That was kind of fucked up too. No, I only saw the anim- Well, Ella is three and a half, so now she's kind of getting into those Disney mm-hmm. movies. And, we put on, I was like, Ella, you know, she'd be like, let's watch Little Mermaid. I'm like, I'm so sick of Little Mermaid. Let's put oh. on something old. And we put on Pinocchio and he's fucking smoking cigars. Big cigars. And buddies and like drinking yeah, booze drinking and alcohol. Yeah. And get, Kids oh. are turning into donkeys. donkeys and I'm like, what yeah, the heck? I fell asleep for like five minutes and all of a sudden Pinocchio is turning into a donkey. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what did I just miss? It's like, what? <laughs> it's crazy. Anyways, okay, so Star Wars for you. I don't remember what it was. I mean, come on, Star Wars. So it, it was probably like the biggest thing in the world. It was okay. Everyone I must have been it. seven years old because it came out in '77, and I was yep. born in '70. So I, I just remember. I honestly don't remember what 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 brought Prompted me to you? it, but it was it was it must have been it was like with a group of kids because I, I and maybe my memory is fucked up, but I remember seeing it like twenty times. Like we just went and it was like, hey, we're, this is what this is. This is it. This is it. And we went again and we went again. Because I remember sure. it was the Marcus Theater. Um, I was just in Menominee Falls last weekend, which is where I grew up, and we ate at a um, a, a franchise of a of a custard shop right next door to the to the Marcus Theater. It's out of business now. It's completely oh, okay. closed down. But I remember the Marcus Theater. They would you'd pay a dollar and you would get a penny back. Because oh, movies were ninety nine wow. cents. Yeah, that's because you're old. Yeah, I'm old. But uh, time. so, at least twenty three <clears throat> times I saw it, and it just was. It, it was like a group of kids that I was with that we just were like, "Hey, we have to see this movie again." Hey, this is the future of movies. We're gonna go see it again. But I, again, maybe because I'm so old, maybe because my parents were really frugal, I never saw any movies. I we never went to see my. Oh, parents, I have Star never Wars seen a seven. movie with my parents ever. I've never sat down and watched a movie with my parents ever. Ever. I've never gone out to see a movie with my parents. <coughs> never even sat in their living room and watched a full movie. My mom keeps trying to make me watch um, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Oh, God. I saw Brokeback. It's it's okay. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is wonderful. I now, love this. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, the weird thing about this Star Wars thing is that I don't really know the movie that well. And I don't, and I'm not like super obsessed with it. I mean, right. if I watch it now, I'm kind of like, Wow, this is really campy, and it's kind of cool, but I'm not like obsessed with it, you know. Well, but at least it, not the like the first one that came right, out. Right, but I'm I'm trying know? to imagine 1977. You're seven years old, and here comes big spaceships and lasers and the but noise. That would be amazing. And I you're never, like, I never oh, saw any movies whoa. before that, though. I never and I never well, saw then, any movies like even after that. I can't even remember. That's even better. Another movie that I ever saw when I was that. That's young. probably even better because you'd probably been watching Gilligan's Island and you're like, oh, let's go see that's this movie. And you're like, yep, yep. Wow, yeah, yeah they could do this. Yep, yep. And your baseline. Then was it was Island. awesome. Yeah. All right. So uh, why did I go to the movie? My mom had a Thursday night class in Stevens Point, and my babysitter on Thursday nights was the movie theater, and um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Back to the Future, uh, but that was later. Played 
over and over and over. And they, there was all these other movies that were going on at the time, like uh, 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 Out of Africa. I was like, well, what the hell do I want to see Out of Africa? I'm like eight years old or something. Yeah. So I just went and saw Pee-wee's Big Adventure every single Thursday. And the part that scared the hell out of me, and I could never look at it after oh, like, the, the first two showing, is when, uh, what's yeah. uh, Large Marge. Mm-hmm. Tell them Large Marge sent you. Who's Large Marge? Blah, blah, blah. And her face goes like all claymation and her eyes poke out. That part actually freaked me it out. It freaked too when the I hell saw. out of me. So like every time you got in the truck, it was like, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And as soon as it came, I closed my eyes. And it was over and I, wow. I'd watch it. And kind of like get back into a happy place. It scared the shit out of me. And, and that was actually a pretty dirty movie. Was it? Yeah, there were a couple couple parts where the innuendo was like thick. I'd have to watch it again. Do you like, remember when she uh, when uh, the chick and uh, Pee Wee Herman were in the, uh, the dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, her her boyfriend was like outside the door. The, the big dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were uh, there was a lot of innuendos there, because wow. that's why the big dude uh, ended up getting so pissed off at Pee Wee Hermer. Right, right, right. Hermer, Herman, Herman, <laughs> Paul Rubens. Okay, Paul. This is a, okay. What was uh what what was your favorite kids show? Oh man, that's hard. I had a lot. Krusty's <gasps> Playhouse. Krusty's Playhouse? Krusty's, something from Simpsons? Krusty's, what is it? I what never watched a kid's, kid's show. I never watched a kid's show. Then you don't have one. All right, Gilligan's well. Island. That's about the only TV yeah, I remember. Kind of a oh, oh, show. oh, no, all right. Sort I would have to say Dr. Shrinker. Nick at Night, but Doctor, all right. Okay, wait, Dr. Dr. Shrinker? Dr. Shrinker. Dr. Yep. Shrinker? What's Dr. Shrinker? I don't well, even know what Dr. Shrinker is. Okay, I think it's a... Um, Pastor time. Is it I'm Seals? I'm only and, six years younger. Seals and Croft? Type it in one oh, time. Oh, it's uh, Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah, it's... Well, it was either that. So it's live action with giant well, puppets I, I and would, shit. I actually watched Land Ugh. of the Lost. I actually watched uh, the Bugaboos. That was kind of. I watched that. That was kind of crazy, but because these these kids would grow wings and fly around, it was trippy as hell. But I didn't know anything about drugs at that point, so it was like, what the fuck's going What's on? What's going you know? on over here? But Doctor Shrinker was kind of cool because it was just a. Is that that midget guy? You know, it'd be like, hey, I'm gonna, and he would like shrink people down, and there was a car. I don't know; it, it's all kind of mixed up. But sure, so you were. I remember when Doctor Shrink. I'd be like, oh, I, maybe I like the theme song or the the Bugaboo's theme song. I think probably did it for you. That's probably what made me like the the, the shows more than anything was the theme songs because. Uh-huh. I, I don't remember anything about the Smurfs show, but I remember the whole fucking theme song. God I don't remember Smurfs. anything. I don't remember much oh. about the Bugaboos show, really, except that they grew wings and flew around. But I remember the, the Bugaboos. They're here and there and everywhere. They're flying high. Da, 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 the Bugaboos. I remember the songs. Well, I remember the music from the, that's from okay. the kids' shows. That's, the whole point of this exercise is something made an impression upon yep. you, and there you go. So Bugaboos and Dr. Shrinker. Bugaboos, Dr. Shrinker. Sid yeah. and Marty Croft shows were your thing. Uh, oh, and the the banana splits. What the hell were the banana splits? You never heard of the banana splits? The banana splits? Uh-uh. Type in the banana splits, man. There's oh, flugel, god. flugel. The the it's oh my gosh, you seriously? <laughs> no. Wow, it's these. It was a, another Sid and Marty Croft. They would dress up in these big fucking costumes. Well, they had like a bazillion shows that they and put they just on. these guys dressed up in these crazy outfits yep. would just do all this crazy shit. You know, it's just did wacky. they eat banana splits? Not really. They Probably just dressed up like bananas. Misnomer. They did some weird shit. Type it in on YouTube. Numer. There's like there's like little clips of banana split shows, and it was like. The theme song was pretty cool. The theme song was very cool. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was okay. it would always run through my head when I was going to school. I'd be like, Ooh, the Banana please. Splits show, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. All right. Keep- kind of like the monkeys, you know? The yeah. monkeys. It was kind of like that, but it was like these puppets instead of... Right, right. Anyways. Very so, Sid yeah. and Marty Croft. Yeah. Okay, okay yep. cool. 
So, yeah, that's definitely generational, I guess. Well, okay, I guess um, when it comes to uh, kids' shows, I have uh, two that really stick out in my mind. Uh, right. The first one was uh, actually really old when I was young. It was, uh, it was called Dino, The Last Dinosaur. Was that like Fred and Barney's dinosaur? No, no, it was a, it was a cartoon. It was about uh, this dinosaur that came from this egg that these kids found in this museum. And it hatched, and it could talk like a little bit of English, you know, like you know, very little. Uh-huh. And it played the Cookie. guitar, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. And yeah, it was cool because uh, I just remember the uh, the theme song was just so awesome because it was like Dino, the last dinosaur. Wow, that he's is... my friend and a whole lot more. Holy shit, that actually is really familiar. I think I've seen that show. I, it's it's that, it was that, a common from that show. Scene theme song oh yeah it was uh it was a big thing and they was touched, it live action or cartoon it was cartoon but what they did is that they touched this uh like this uh part of the egg that he uh came out of uh-huh. and they would all be transported back into like you know uh, the dawn of dinosaurs and they had like you know claymation dinosaurs that we'd like learn lessons from kind of all a right little bit. It, was a, it was a teaching show but i mean ultimately it was about you know dino getting in a whole bunch of trouble skateboarding and nice trying to hide from you know the powers that playing be. guitar that's awesome. You, eating, what's your other eating, one? Eating cookies. Oh, uh, my other, uh, oh, my other uh, cartoon that had uh, some sort of impact on me was, uh, I think they're called the Wiggles. Oh God! They're wow. still they're still around <laughs> they're still now. Around, yes. And uh, I was uh, I was sick from uh, school or something. Just you know. How old were you? I, I, I'm I was like I was in college. It was oh, like my okay, freshman okay, year okay. in college. So because, and I'm sitting around in my dorm like I am so bored. So I'm going to turn on the TV, you know, whatever, basic cable. And there's nothing on. And I flip to this one channel and I see like four guys in different color, like suits with different color, like, you know, yeah. I don't know, like chef's hat. And all they did for like five minutes was sing fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. The show. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. The show is memorable. Fruit salad. The show is mesmerizing yeah. uh, because oh. that's not my kids story show uh kids show story but jenny and i were flipping through the channels one day i was off from work or it was a saturday i don't know what it was and we were flipping through the channels and we stopped on this weird thing with these four guys doing their little dance and singing their little songs mm -hmm. we must have watched like 15 minutes of it we were just like transfixed exactly you just and they were like, like a train wreck like what you know, yeah, because it was so bad. You're just like, is it something going to happen that's going to like you know bounce? But it's out? a it's a it's like a kids show. It's kind of like Teletubbies, but with four guys not dressed up as Teletubbies, just four guys with different colored costumes. It was just mes it was a hypnotizing. Like whereas like you could flip to Barney, and be like, holy shit, this is obnoxious. Click. Yeah. This show is like suck you in. I, it was it, some. It's so, so it's bad, like brilliant. Gotta happen. Right. Yeah. It was like okay. Yeah, exactly. What's going to happen? Some some magical thing is going to happen. There's no way week. they can repeat fruit salad, yummy, yummy, like 40 times. But then they do, and you're like, what? Wow. I need a dose. <laughs> fruit oh salad. I mean, I imagine really if you're high, yummy, this yummy. would be amazing. Um, I'm having a problem, a, a difficulty trying to figure out. But I, if we, the, the answer to this question for me, because I watched a lot of... Shit, when I was a kid, mm -hmm. Transformers, GI Joe, oh, Thundercats, Silverhawks. But I think the show, Thundercats, for me would Skeletor. probably be Bozo, the Bozo show. Bo oh, Bozo! I hated wow. that. It came on, and I'd be like, "Oh crap! What can I do oh, now?" Man, I love the Bozo show with his grand prize game. I always I hated wanted that. It, he creeped the hell out of me. There was always the uh, the kid that got to play from home, right? So there's a kid in the audience who would throw the grand prize game uh, bucket game. 
but Bozo would draw a name out of a hat and some kid from home would be playing along with. So whatever the kid in the audience got, the kid at home yeah, got. Yep. And there would be like... And you'd be like, God damn it. would be like stupid shit like... I should be there. A G.I. Like Joe glasses. Jet. Well, and then you'd be like, you'd watch the little... They would always bring like a four-year-old kid that would like miss C-monkeys. bucket number one. And be like, God damn it. Why don't they get somebody who's 12 who could just get all those buckets? Do you remember the, uh, the, Christmas, the Christmas special that they had of, of uh, Bozo the Clown? No. Bozo nope. Saves Christmas? No, was it I a actually, cartoon? I actually or watched. Was it? No, it was the actual show, live action. Yeah, because they wow. they actually showed him back in his well, back in his home, back back, back in, in the hood, <laughs> the clown hood. Yo yo yo, bozo was, back in the crib, the yo yo. I've been stage. doing that show just to make the money, yo. But I'm real. I'm real. I'm keeping it hard. What? It's it's, it's clown cribs. Welcome to clown cribs. Yo, Check it, it out, man. I got a whole room full of little noses. I can wear a different one every day of the month. You want to see my hoopty? <laughs> <laughs> Look see at this, this whole room It's stocked shoes. up on pies. Hell I don't yeah. know why. It's because. <laughs> I got shoes. I got shoes coming out my ass. I got so many pairs of shoes. And I got size 22 sizes. shoes. I got 45,000 pairs of shoes right see here. this car? It's got two doors, but it fits 40 clowns. Oh, it's 40, oh, man. <laughs> 40 clowns. <laughs> yo, yo. You clowns got nothing on me, clowns. Who was his buddies yet? <laughs> Cookie and there oh, was another Cookie. guy. Cookie was that one weird chick that didn't speak. No, Cookie was another clown. It was just like this depressed clown. Oh yeah, I and then Cookie. there was like Mysterio, who the was one the magician dude. or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, this doesn't matter. Yeah, Bozo. But yeah, he had a Christmas special. Yeah. So, anyways, what was the first prime time television show you started watching regularly? Dallas. Really? The Waltons. First. Prime. You know sure. what? I got I got this one. Um and, and actually company. your Dallas prompted this. I used to love to watch uh The Dukes of Hazard. Hmm. That was my favorite primetime television show. So that was probably when I was about five or six years old. I remember exactly where we lived, I remember where the television was, and I remember where I would sit. But at the very end of uh of the Dukes of Hazard, not at the very end, but beginning of the next show was Dallas dun, dun, and I dun. used to love the song the sweeping of Texas or where yeah because yeah. it was Dallas the ranch and I, I hated the show right so I would yeah. I would watch the Dukes of Hazard, I loved it and then I'd watch the theme intro of Dallas and then I would turn the turn TV off. off yep Yep. So that's, so it's more about music. Actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the theme yeah, song. Yeah, that's Dallas. what gets us more than anything. Is, is all right. Music. So that was my first, I guess, regular, regularly scheduled primetime show. The Dukes of Hazard that I had Boss to watch. Hog and Anus, Anus, you dipstick. Oh, I had the Rosford, Catherine. <laughs> what was Flash. her name? Uh, uh, Daisy, Daisy, Duke. Daisy, Daisy Duke. Catherine Bach. Oh, oh. With, the, with the Daisy Duke shorts. Oh, well, duh. And then every now and then she'd show up in a bikini. And, and Tom I was Wolpat. even like five years old, and was like, ooh, I was. Wasn't like icky. I was like, oh. anyways. Well, because it was that's the way she was presented. She was hot, man. She was yeah. hot. She was hot. Hell, presented. And everybody like fumbled over themselves when she the just showed up on screen. Here. Oh, oh my god! Boss oh. Hogs back in his car. What's he doing back there? His hat's over his lap. Doesn't. What, what's he doing? <laughs> oh god. Daisy. Daisy. What are you doing in that uh, uh, convertible Cadillac with the bullhorns? I'm bull making horns? the money to pay off the bills on the farm because <laughs> old man Jesse. Jesse the Uncle Jesse, yeah, I'm paying the mortgage. <laughs> okay. I'm paying the mortgage. I'm snowballing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So there you go. My first favorite f- primetime show. Duke's Hazard. Nice. Uh, Duke of Hazards. Uh, let me think. My first uh, favorite primetime show would have to actually be. Um, I'm going to actually say Alex Mack. What? Who? It was a. Uh, Alex uh, Mack? Max Headroom? Yeah. It was a. Uh, it Ooh. was an. 
Nickelodeon uh, series. Alex Mac, never heard of it. It was uh, it was like Teen Nick. Okay, was this like before or after? You can't do that on television. Um, that was after. Okay, I used to watch that too, but not religiously. Okay. It was like every once in a while. Alex Mac. Alex Mac. It. it was about this girl who uh, got covered in some kind of you know radioactive slime or something from her dad's business. And uh, it sounds like a shitty business. Oh, <laughs> shitty business. Daddy, well, he worked at this, uh, you know, chemical company, and uh, and all of a sudden she could like turn into liquid and like you know, wow. And then she had like telekinetic powers, she could like lift things. Sweet. And I remember Come the finale was just amazing because she's like, she told her parents, and she was all like, I have this power, and it was just like, you know, it's cool. I wanted to be that. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, you can I want, work, I want you to come and work for me. I would love to go work at my dad's that nuclear plant and get special powers. Yeah, I think yeah. we'd all want that. It was just like one of those, like, you know, you know, that's what the thing with kids shows. They always try and, like, you know, this kid's unique and special. And if you watch this, maybe you'll feel that yeah, way. It's all I about think there's a lot of kids shows. That are, look at Hannah Montana. Yeah. This kid is unique and special, but like hides it by going to school going and being a regular school. person. But downplays oh, her even secret cooler. identity is. I'm actually scared by how much you know about Hannah Montana. Oh, he's a fan. I love it. I love Best it. All right, Eric. You're, I, you're and you know the song. You're even worse. All right, Eric. Hey, you're, on, your favorite first uh, prime time. I series? would have to go back to what you said earlier, and it would have to be Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. So because no, not Doctor Who. Mm. Ooh. No, I'm not, I'm not. Let's go back to firsts. Like, the first, like, I got to watch this. It's on at 7.30 on oh, Tuesday. Oh, definitely Doctor Who then. Was Absolutely, it? That yeah. was your show. Like, Gilligan, oh, my God. So yeah. Was because, Gilligan's like, Island the, like... The, the, no, that would be... That was like... Oh, it's on. I, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, because it was it was still the 15-minute serials back then. Yeah, okay. I mean, when they brought it over here for the first time, it was like... Okay, you'd watch 15 minutes of it, and that was... Or, actually, they... I think no, it was they, 30. Yeah, they stuck it into 30-minute blips, but... Okay, so 30 minutes, and it was like... What's oh, going to happen yeah. next week? Oh, my God. Oh, and they were like two-hour episodes. <laughs> Tom Baker's stuck on the planet's surface. You had no idea what was going to happen. Mila. Yeah, oh, my and, gosh. And I would... We would talk about it. It was like... Because I think my mom would watch it, you know, and be like, all right, what's going on? You know, holy oh. crap, you know? and But... Gilligan's Island was the one that, like, was kind of like the, the forbidden fruit, because, like... We, we we weren't such a stupid Mary. show. Well, it was it was Mary very Ann. stupid, but Ooh, ginger. and I don't remember what. All right, quick question: Marianne or Ginger? Ginger. Uh, Marianne. Marianne. Ginger. Yeah. Uh, uh, something about uh, too glamorous. Yeah, yeah. Too too worldly. Too much. I don't know. Um, wait, 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 wait. No, no. Yes, I'm, not, I'm yes. not talking about yes, understandably maintenance. But I, I thought we were talking on a purely um, sexable. I, still, Mar- still, still Marianne. Marianne. Because Marianne's She's, the kind of girl that you could go for like a nice hike, have a picnic, and then just have... And she was hot as dating. hell. You're, you're talking about like dating, whining, and she dining. She was still hot as hell. I'm talking about purely sex. I don't, okay, you know Who what? Who would you just bang? Ginger oh. always had those long, silky dresses. Marianne. Yeah, and Marianne had these short little Marianne, skirts, and she had those part little tits, and a here's, cute little face. Here's my theory. Oh, I, I would have... Here's my theory. Okay, here's your theory. You got Ginger, who's the hot movie star, right, with the glamorous dresses and all that. And you got Marianne, who's kind of corn-fed, you know, she's kind of down to earth, and she's wearing shorts and a t-shirt and whatever. She's going to be the one that's going to be a demon. She's going to be a little wild. Ginger's going to be like, Ginger, oh, oh, you oh, can oh my fuck makeup. the hell out of Ginger. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. I probably had movie producers that are bigger than you and can last longer and blah, blah, blah. I'm, and, I'm oh, on. this is really fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I really enjoy this. I would oh, disagree. Oh, you're doing me. You're doing me. Marianne, wow, you could 
you could take Marianne's her to places a freak. and she's gonna keep be a going. Freak. I mean, yeah. she. Wouldn't, I, I think she'd be more of the Anderson country girl who's just like, I don't know about uh, that, this. That's still there's something alluring about that too. Yeah, there's something alluring about that too. But I think I think Ginger, she mm-hmm. was experienced and yeah. she'd be folks. She'd know how listen, to get around the best. Right in. Bed. This is a controversy. This is a right controversy. Now. Look, if anybody has ever even seen Gilligan's Island, if you're old enough. So Keith, my God, how old are you again? And you've seen well, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's well, Island. Come on, it's on reruns. Nick at Night. And you watch it? Yeah, I've seen it. Wow. Uh, okay, so watch it religiously. Maybe that's it. Maybe you haven't seen enough. Maybe you've only seen the glossy. I've seen quite a bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> seen now, excuse hey, me. I sir. can make a formulated opinion Did here you see because the, the, I've thought about this. The extended version seen, of the yes, three-hour tour where they all, you know, got they, the the wind really whipped up and their blouses came off. Thurston Howell uh, uh, funded a bunch of films for. <laughs> now, did you guys see the season finale where they uh, actually ended up coming, getting off the island, coming? and coming oh, back I never to saw it that one. and creating a resort on the island? Yes, I saw. And that. then they had a whole series about it was a, it was the resort a TV movie. I never yeah. saw the Wasn't resort. Was that called series. Fantasy Island? Yeah, I didn't know. Hey, boys, it's Ginger. Come on. Okay. She's oh God. Let's, let, no, no, no. We're not. Let's so not the question is for our listeners: uh, TFI at tficast.com. Well, I prefer the Marianne. Ginger or Marianne? That's the question. So but please, boys, Ginger's so hot. Send us your answer. Okay. Next question. <laughs> I just want to do a girl named Ginger. Come on, Ginger. That would be kind of sweet. You're right. Yeah, She'd be all yeah. spicy. This is a sexy name. Yeah, yeah. Marianne. Marianne. It sounds like an old grandma. No. I'm going to do Marianne. And sounds later like a on, nice, she's gonna... hot brunette with pigtails. Oh, man. Marianne. She was short. You could pick her up and throw oh. her wherever you want. Ginger. Ginger was like all tall. Yeah, Ginger's like sedated. Seductive and sexy. I just go, I'll give I, you that. I, I go back to the maintenance thing. She's like, oh, you're doing it wrong. Oh, don't. I would no. say Thurston Howell's wife, actually, if you oh, really want to get down to it. She'd be like, actually, the professor really <laughs> had it for me. I, His coconuts, man. I'd love right. to rub those hairy things all over my... What is your first memorable video game system? <laughs> oh... I, I, I already know one. the answer for all of you guys. But Commodore 64. You totally don't know mine. I was going to no, say... No, say, what do you think? Well, I, f- I think yours is the N64 because of the amount that you've talked about it. Apparently, I'm wrong. No, you are actually quite wrong. Okay. Um, actually, I was an Damn. avid... I was an avid PlayStation fanatic. Oh, because you're younger. See, I worked. Wow. I worked my ass off because my mom. That was a big thing. If I wanted to buy a next gen, you know, system, I had to I had to work and get the money myself. I bought that machine on my own, and the first game I played Wait, on it. Don't don't PS1? go there. Yet. Don't go there yet. Okay. So your first favorite memorable game uh, system was PlayStation. PlayStation One. Yours, Commodore sixty four. I, I mean, it's not necessarily a. a Game. It's a game machine. Come on, there was like a thousand games that were manufactured. That's basically for that. what I bought. I mean, my first game was. I got Wait, size twenty two shoes. I'm gonna step all over y'all because this is clown gangster rap. Yep, clown rap. Gangster clown coming at you. I'm going to actually, and we've talked about this on other pods. My first one would have been Commodore 64, inspired mm-hmm. by Eric, because I went over to his house and played. Had the Commodore 64, and he had all these games. Ghostbusters, it was just amazing. The drone. Yeah, I think I played Ghostbusters on the Commodore. Boulder Dash, and oh, I think Bruce I played uh, Ghostbusters on the Commodore. You may have. Yeah, I don't I remember. I mean, the Commodore 64 is a very popular machine with the ambulance <laughs> that didn't have very good steering. Well, you could also you could get a Volkswagen. Uh, you can mm-hmm. get a station wagon, yep. you could upgrade a it, yeah. hearse, 
or like a Porsche or something. I never. I don't I think never, I ever got past that fucking marshmallow. I, I did. Purse, you did. I you beat did. it. Oh yeah. You fucker. Yeah. All you got to do is you got to run underneath his legs. Once you get at least two guys underneath his legs, the game is over. They run up the stairs and they kill the marshmallow man. Wow. That's all you got to do is just get underneath his legs. But he's like dancing back and forth. Yeah. And you keep getting mushed by his feet. But see, by the time you got there, you were like, Oh my god! Oh, I, I oh my god! Oh my god! And then, you free, and then like you just <laughs> yeah. And then Doctor Who came on. And you were like, Oh, oh I gotta watch Doctor Who. Okay, so dovetailing into that, uh, your first memorable video game, which may or may not have been what Keith or you were going to go for, but in case it was, I wanted to stop you. Okay, actually, this is hard, because my first game that I had for my PlayStation And it doesn't even... Okay, let me me, me, me rephrase this. It doesn't even have to be for your first video game console. It could have been an arcade game that you went to at the gas Ah, station or the video arcade or whatever. That makes it Ah, so incredibly hard. Dragon's Lair. Really? No, 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 I'm just... Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that genre. Dig Dug, Pac-Man, Centipede, those types of games. Oh, man, that's hard. Um, I'm going to have to say uh, the first game that ever had a really impact on me was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Okay, that was a good mm-hmm. game. For the Nintendo and also oh, for the... Uh, I have that for my Nintendo. Oh, great. And the game. arcade. And the arcade version. We beat the arcade version at Chuck E. Cheese, me and a bunch of friends. Hot Cold Quarters. We destroyed it. Nice. Nice. The Nintendo one was hard. I had that, and I, yes, I never beat it. It was fun because it was one of the few games where it wasn't just like you have three guys, and if you die, you have to. You could. Mm-hmm. You had multiple guys. You had like oh, yeah. a life counter, and you still a bunch couldn't of beat continues. It. I still couldn't beat it, even with all those like <laughs> gimmies. But oh man, I played. Uh, I played. Always plays Leonardo. I think was he the guy with the staff? No, he, uh, that was Donatello. Okay, I played with Donatello. Leonardo had the uh, swords, and he did the like spin move where okay. he like just cut. All right, that's amazing, Eric. Your first, uh, first, uh, what was it? Memorable video game for any system console? I would have to say it's BC's Quest for Tires because that's that's the first game. That's the one that came when I when I bought the Commodore sixty four system. I bought the the monitor, the the keyboard, which was the computer right. itself at that point, and the disc drive, the fifteen forty one. I bought BC's Quest for Tires, which I. Don't even know if I'd ever heard of it, but yeah. it was there, and I was like, "Oh, this looks kind of cool." And I think I played a little bit of it. And did it? Wait, now wait. I, I must have missed it. Did it come with the system? I don't or think did it you did. Buy I think it? I bought it. I think it was like twenty five dollars or something separately. I'm which, wondering wow, if that was, was the a cheap lot game back in you know because when I was a kid, whatever. Everybody who had a Commodore sixty four had BC's Quest for Maybe tires. it did then. Maybe it did. I didn't like when I bought my Commodore 64. It did not come with BC's Quest oh. for tires. But every house I went to, they're like, "Oh, we got a Commodore 64." Fucking, there was BC's Quest for tires. It was a fun game. You like ducked and you jumped. I beat it. I didn't beat it. I beat the motherfucker. Well, because it was the only game I had for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I but thought I, I was going to be this big programmer and shit, you know. And I was like, "Oh, it's computer, you know. I'm going to change the world." I just played fucking games. Yeah, I totally just played <laughs> games. With it. That's all I did. And I mean, until I hooked up with some guys that that like. You know where I started getting those free games. Yeah, yeah. that's all I did was play that BC's Quest Tires, and I wrote those little, yeah, ten go to print, print this, right, and right, we'll make right. a little thing, a little you basic know, programming. Yeah, super basic programming. But and then I started hooking up with the games, and I was like, well, hey, this why is what do it's I need to program? I'm just I got play these games. Scads yeah. of games coming but my way. BC's Quest for Tires. I must have played that one. Wow, a lot of hours, and I finally beat the hell out of it. Nice. And so that's probably the most memorable game. But wow. Bruce Lee is also another really good game for that system. And I know you don't really like that game, but I still, that game, I could play it. Because it's a side-scroller. It's a hell of a lot of fun. And it's the simplest fucking graphics ever, you know? 
Ma- Although another really, oh. really, really memorable. I'm sorry. Maybe I. I all right. Mule? So I have a top three. Meal's pretty good. Fantasy. Oh my god. No. Ultima? No. No. <laughs> I would have to Ultimate say uh, Space Taxi Moria Moria Oh okay That's later on But yeah okay. Moria Okay No I have to do a shout out to Scott Who who uh, created Johan Who finally beat, beat Moria Which is like Huh? The Balrog you said Yeah well more, The whole game He beat the game He okay. killed the Balrog right. Yeah And I could never get past About level 14 or 15 Yeah 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 they and he really was like hard. level seventy, and, and I, you could never, you couldn't continue in Moria. Well, no, we figured out how you could, oh. like, you could. I told, I showed him how, like, like saving the file and then reinstating oh, the file, copying and yeah. whatever. And sure. so that's how he did it. I mean, he okay. must, he probably died a bunch of times, but so it was kind of cheating. But and I don't know, there's there's like a website for Moria, oh, yeah. and it's like people that have beat it were like have put their names up there and it's like holy crap this amazing thing because it's it's uh, i mean it takes a long time and it's all ascii ascii text but it's cool it's still a a very cool fucking game uh, excuse me keith have you ever played diablo yeah i played diablo so imagine basically an ASCII-based ASCII yeah. version of Diablo. Yeah. That would be amazing. But yeah. there's, there's actually, it's even deeper somehow because there's you interact almost more than you do with with in Diablo, don't you? I mean, with the shopkeepers, there's they like, there's whole, ah, fuck you, get out of my store, and they well, kick you out of the store, and they yell at you, yeah. may a thousand camels piss on your grave, get out of here, you know, you're offering me too low of money, and you, there's right. a lot of bargaining. And, there was le- there's a lot know. less of that in Diablo. Okay, so my True. first memorable video game was not on any console or co- the Commodore 64, it was PC. Karate Champ. Karate Champ? In the arcade. Are you guys familiar with Karate Champ? No, no I'm not. Never heard of it. <laughs> karate Champ was, there was a, a, a white uh, karate guy on the right side, left side, <laughs> and a red karate guy on the right side. And the guy would come out and he'd be like, he would, he, he would actually had like vocalization. Hmm. So he'd be like, start and then you would you had two joysticks <laughs> you had two joysticks and then with these two joysticks you could create like front flips back flips flying kicks reverse kicks wow. whatever and i got it was just like the game like i'd played pac-man centipede dig dug and it's like i would throw my quarter in and die and lose and whatever this was like the first game that i was actually able to apply some strategy mm. and we were at this bar Ella's De- uh, Ella's Bar, not Ella's Della. Ella's Bar in uh, Stevens Point. Mm-hmm. I was probably about ten years old. My parents were there drinking, <clears throat> and uh, I had a friend with me, and uh, I had a big pocket full of quarters. Yeah. But like to prolong the game experience, I would only put one quarter in and pretend to hit the second player button. And so like him and I would play, and he'd be like, "Oh, it's not working for me." And so we kept going to the bar, and be like, "Yeah, there's something wrong with that game. It's not letting him play." And so they would refund us two quarters. So I just kept my quarter pocket, just kept getting bigger and bigger. We played that game for like four hours. Mostly it was me because I kept only putting one quarter in. So like this dude like hardly ever got to play like really because he he thought he was playing, but it was like really the computer playing for him. Nice, nice. But yeah, I got really good at that game and. Uh, yeah, that's so. That's my game, Karate Champ. So it's more about screwing the man than it was about playing the game. No, I I, I got really good at it, and you really enjoyed it. And it. and, cool. and it was also kind of cool that I was able to get quarters. From Did the it ever bar get ported to any systems? Oh yeah, it was on Nintendo. I'm sure it was on the Commodore 64. Have you? Did you? Uh, it's you, not as good though. Do you remember Karateka? I'm sure not. 
Uh, no. Karateka was a really good game like that for the... It was for the sexual karate. Yeah, it no, <laughs> it sounds like it, but it, it wasn't. It's <laughs> the same same premise of your game, except they're nude uh, <laughs> models. Dwarves, they're yeah, nude left-handed Eskimo dwarves? women. You got the white what? nude guy and the red nude guy. It's like the, the Indian versus guy. the white man. Yeah, they're, it's a different they're take off on the Old West. It's like, uh, it, that's not a karate chop. Where'd that hand come from? That's a third. I leg. didn't think donkey punch was allowed. Where'd no. that hand go? Donkey punch. Where did your hand? Your hand disappeared into the maw of the <laughs> super big Marge. Okay. Uh, was there? Oh, here's a good one. <clears throat> uh, when did you stop thinking girls were icky? Like five. Really? Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? Yeah, in kindergarten. It's actually in kindergarten. I think I got some good follow-ups. Oh, I do have some good follow-ups to this. Yeah, kindergarten. Five, okay. I honestly don't think I ever thought girls were icky. That's exactly what I was just thinking. I remember, like, in kindergarten and first grade, like, going along with the crowd and being like, ew, ew, but secretly, like, being like... What the fuck is the difference? Mm. What the fuck is No, I was like... That little red-headed girl over there, that little blonde-headed girl over there, oh, you know, even at five and six, being like, she's cute. I wonder if she'd be my girlfriend. Of course, I never had the balls to go up and be like, let's be friends. <laughs> but I, I don't think I ever, ever, ever thought girls were icky. I don't think I did either. And in I fact, I remember kissing girls when, when I was like really young in oh, the tires, no. you know? No, I never, never had that experience. <laughs> I was always like... Mm, when girls. I was really young. Always kind of timid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of kisses before when I was uh, when I was in kindergarten. No, not me. No kisses. I never thought they were icky though. Never. It never. There was never a, like. Yeah, you know, I never thought they were icky either. It, but I did go out with the whole like whatever. You know, girls are dumb. We're awesome. Right. I'm just that, wondering. So then I well, wonder. So there's three of us, right? And I, we're all guys here, right? So yeah, we're all guys. You would think that we represent some sort of percentage of the population, right? Is there anybody? who truly thought girls were icky or is this some sort of manufactured i think it was a little bit manufactured i mean especially nowadays i don't think that's even remotely like you know pounded into our children at all like girls, that girls are, are icky. icky no i don't think well kids and, and guys are icky like girls think, think guys are icky and oh you got cooties you got girl germs right right like oh well, don't touch me you're a girl if yeah anything, it was kind of a club you'd you'd, you'd be the girl club the girl club the guy club oh you have girl germs oh because yeah we're we're this way and they're that way but see when i was five yeah, it's I, a, yeah it's, i it's, it's wanted a, those girl germs i was like touch me yeah oh i got girl germs icky oh it's a marketing thing or like when a girl like draw something on your hand you're just like hey it's a marketing Marketing and thing. They touched, can sell more clothing. My, oh, stop. Because, well, <laughs> yeah. all right, who here owns a clothing store that sells kid, kids' yeah, clothing? Yeah, but that has nothing to do with girls are icky and boys are icky. Actually, I'd have You're to talking more about style. Okay, but why do they create that style? Why do they? Why would they go and, and try to um, get this idea into, into little boys' heads that, oh, girls are icky? Well, so we have to dress differently. We have to look different. We have to act different. I never wanted to wear a dress, and I don't think that had anything to do with marketing. <laughs> maybe all right, so. all right. Well, maybe maybe, maybe if they uh, you know marketed dresses to maybe, young men, that could maybe be. that could have been. Uh, maybe it was the uh, the system, you know, trying that to separate. Be, 
boys and girls. That would be so a, they could sell pants and skirts <laughs> separately. That could be an excellent experiment if you took like twenty children, put them on an island, segregated, like and marketed so dresses to dresses boys to everyone, and marketed like yeah, and torn up jeans to girls, to girls, and and just see what happens. Maybe maybe that would be you a know great what? reversal. I think if you, I think maybe you're maybe you're onto something. I think if you had no frame of reference and didn't yeah. know what was going on style wise, and you were told that boys wear dresses and girls wear jeans. You would probably have an island of boys wearing dresses and girls wearing. And when they when those kids grow up, how funny would it be to introduce them back into the, like you know <laughs> mainstream populace? <laughs> Dude, what are you wearing? You're wearing pants a dress. For, you you'd end up homo? you'd end up with Ireland. <laughs> it's like these really big dudes, just I like what die. the hell? Yeah, just big buff dudes wearing skirts, being like you homo. Take those called jeans God damn you! And we earn nothing underneath. Okay, follow up. How old were you? And I think we kind of got the answer to this from you guys when you had your first exciting girl experience and let me qualify Ooh. that i don't mean sex i'm talking about a hug or a holding of hands or a kiss or a brush mm-hmm. that you were like oh Ooh. well no, see that's that's kind of different um see orgasm now i'm not talking orgasm no, just no, talking no, no. to like just a little little boner Hi, not even not well not even a boner if we're gonna go to the very base like the the very first like you know young innocent like oh my gosh kind of thing then yeah I, yeah i mean i don't think that's definitely my most like uh i'm not even saying most memorable my most poignant uh poignant poignant no poignant. my most poignant uh moment i'd have to say huh. it as huh. like i guess um getting a kiss on the cheek at a girl's birthday party that I attended, I brought her a flower. How old were you? I was, uh, I was in kindergarten. Okay. Eric, do you need time? Because I have. Well, I a uh, rather long-winded explanation that you may or may not laugh at, but you I mean, I remember, will. I remember being uh, <clears throat> like the the school I went to. It was like a the. I was maybe like first grade or second grade. I don't know. But there was, I saw I was five, six, mm-hmm. something like that. And there were like tires that they had like. Oh, the tires. The screwed together or something. Uh-huh. It was like all yeah, these yeah, tires. Yeah. Like a tire maze. And or uh, I was in the tires with, with a girl and uh, I, I like kissed her. I was like, I was all over kissing her because I was like, well, what's this all about? How old were you? I was like five or six. I don't okay. know. But wow. then I, I remember like being obsessed with, with certain girls. And I always kind of felt as kind of an outsider. Because all the other boys, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't have any friends, basically, you know, because they all were all like, oh, my dad's in, playing football and it's football. We watch football and we watch baseball and we're all sporty guys. And we so you had no frame of reference. And, and no like my dad's like a sailor you know? from Germany. So I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I, I'm not into this culture. I don't, I don't even know what this culture is about. I have no idea. I Dude over here man, didn't even have a father, so there you go. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you, you grew up with this Shit. culture, though. Somehow, I grew up with a different culture. I grew up with the German <clears throat> right. culture of, of... And I don't... It, there wasn't even, like... I had no... I had less frame of reference with my father than I than you had probably with no father, basically. If that's if that makes any sense at all. Well, let's not get into a pissing match here. I'm not... Well, all right, now. all right. <laughs> oh, Whatever. yeah, well, my father, I didn't have one, so... He I think it probably could have beaten you up, though. Yeah. All right. All right. I, Anyways, I'm no. Sorry. Seriously, I had more angst. No. I, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm go sorry ahead. Go ahead. To go there. I didn't mean. No. That. No. That's totally fine. No. I. I don't know where to go. Now I we're in lost a, my friend. Now we're in a dark no. place. All right. Let me. Let me <laughs> lift this out of this dark yes, place. Yes, please do. <clears throat> when I was in, I would say second grade, I met this girl, and she was awesome. 
Mm. One caveat. She had no arms or legs. What? I kid you not. Her name was Marilee. She had this awesome um, wheelchair that she could control with her shoulder. Wait, wait, wait. Did she have like rocking mini boobs? Well, she was second grade. No, she didn't have anything going on anywhere. She was just a cute blonde haired girl that Potty happened lips? to have no arms or legs. I don't remember. It was she obviously had something going on because I was I was I like so. this girl is cool and she paid attention to me. She talked to me. Ah. She air quote sat next to me with her wheelchair. <laughs> she rolled next to you. I'm <laughs> not sorry. funny, god damn it. Her name was not Bob. <laughs> but anyways during story time you can laugh all she had all these crazy cool gadgets. She had like this motorized <laughs> arm that she could control with her shoulder and it was like <clears throat> stuff up anyways uh during story time uh in second grade uh <clears throat> we'd all sit on the carpet and our teacher would read us a story and she would get off of her i, I don't remember quite how but she would get out of her <laughs> wheelchair and she would sit she fell on her face <laughs> <laughs> quick someone roll over she's gonna die oh. Timmy. merrily if you're listening merrily is profusely but it, oh it's story time her head's on a pillow. It's Quick, not, someone roll her over. <laughs> it's not funny, goddammit. She was... Oh, I'll save you. Here, you can sit on my lap. Shining armor. Let me finish my story. What's, what's, what am I sitting on? Do you have a, a Hot Wheels She's in your pocket? She's going to give you a ride home after school. Well, that would have been awesome. On the back of that thing. We're rolling down in my 5.0. Her electric arm is She got her hoop down the uh, chair. Oh, <laughs> so bad. I'm sorry. All right. So during story time, she would get down off of her wheelchair, and she would rest against something for the story. Preferably <laughs> something. you. Hmm. And on most occasions, it would be me. And I thought that that was awesome and hot, and I was... That was that was my. You were copping a feel. No, I was a perfect gentleman. I kept my arms to my side and I allowed her to rest against me. And I paid zero attention to the story because she smelled so nice. Hmm. Uh, she had the soft hair because it was like in my face because she had to lean against me because she had. Because she had no to, arms. To did cut you ever it? talk to her? With her? Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, what did you talk I'm, about? I her arms. I called her on the phone up. every night. She was. I don't know what she used to talk on the phone. She must have had some sort of headset. She has. She must have had some sort of headset. Little did you know, her mom was sitting in on every conversation. I was second grade. Well, she had so a Bluetooth. All. I mean, what? What? What is second, second grade? You call? Talk? You really? You oh called God, people on the phone when you were two? Holy crap! I second never talked to anyone on the Not phone. Two second grade. Never. So second grade. Never. I was like six or seven. I think the first time I used the phone was when Fourth. I had a Commodore sixty four and I was playing <laughs> dialing up BBSs. Uh, well, I was playing uh, what is Motor it called? Motor Wars or uh, the Battleship. Oh. That was probably like when I was 14 or something. I was playing Battleship with the guy that lived, you know, across town. That's that's the first time I ever used the phone. Um, to go back, I mean, I, you, that was a wonderful Merrily arm and leg list story. <laughs> you sure that was it? Wasn't like, um, okay. I want to go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want everyone to picture Sandy. This. If she went to the beach, Eric, would I want be you Sandy. to picture this. Jeremy, I want you to picture this. What would sex be like with a lady with no arms and legs? There's many ways you could look at that. I think that actually wouldn't be a down. Actually, I think that could kind of be a plus. Uh, now, well, there's there's definitely people that have uh, like stump fetish. Sure, <laughs> I, I I'm not a stump not fan. Make love to the stump, but I mean, you could pick her up and you could just yeah, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. hang her on the wall. 
color. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> That's what? so bad. All you right, are jokes, horrible. Jokes. If she's on the beach, her name's Sandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. If her name, if she's out, if she's swimming, her name's Bobby. If she was cow, she'd be ground beef. Oh, I don't get that one. <laughs> ground beef? I don't get it. If she was a cow, she'd be ground beef. Oh, because she's oh. laying on the ground. <laughs> if she was laying on your, on your doorstep, she'd be Maddie. D- I don't approve of any of these jokes, nor do I endorse any of them. You guys I'm are sorry. filthy. <laughs> They're uh, so funny. Insensitive. Okay, so back, back to me and... and no, let's talk after about the, After the tire incident, me. there was a girl that I was super me. obsessed with. Her name was Sue Chagru. Shoe Shagroo. Oh, and you're Shoe making fun of me. Okay. okay. No. Hey, wait. She still had arms. I remember one time. It was my favorite book. It was a Dr. Seuss novel that she came <laughs> It was in the cafeteria. <laughs> Shoe Shagroo was part point. of the snide. And okay. we were waiting to get in to like get our food or something. And I would just shout Shagroo into the, into the cafeteria. And I, I she was like really, really like cute. She was, she was really tall the girl. and skinny. And she was the girl. Yeah. Oh. She was okay. really hot, and I just knew that I was never. There was no chance, and I just. I, but I, for some reason, I needed to shout this, what, and it got a, it got a rousing. Was she receptive? Was she like, ah? No, it was. It was more like I got a rousing. From um, the crowd, from the yeah. crowd, of Somebody course. And she got like this. Oh my gosh, she was like so. Much. Oh, and then the girls are. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that crazy but, Eric guy. He's yeah, and, talking and to that me was. Again. And then, oh but I don't. It, after that, it was like it was over. It was. It was like maybe I did it a couple times. I don't know. I just oh. remember that memory. It, okay. it never went anywhere though, ever. You know, because I just felt so like such a such a dweeb. I I, I don't know. I, I was just all right. Well, I I mean I don't know. All right. Oh, man. I just remember doing that when I was... Now I'm going to That was maybe like third grade or something. Okay. Now we're going to take it down a notch. Down or up? Down. Describe your first awareness of an American crisis. Some examples? Oh, I got one. A hostage situation, a flood, whatever. No. You know, this something is... along those lines where TV was interrupted, news was interrupted... <laughs> parents were talking about this it. is definitely going to be a generational thing okay here um with me the first big like you know big major thing that actually you know Ooh. came in between my day was actually 9-11 okay uh well 2001 it's 2009 so what eight years ago yeah when i was in high school so how old were you i was uh well you're 23 was... so you're 15 well okay 15 15? That's so, pretty heavy when you're 15. I mean, because, you know, everything else before, you know, hurricanes were like, oh, okay, they'd stop the news for that or, like, you know, anything like happened. But this was big. This was, like, the biggest thing that happened in my life. And, like, the day after, the day of, like, all during school, we're thinking, oh, my God, like, are we going to be attacked again? Is this, like, the start of a war, like, actually in, you know, American Fear. soil? This was, like, a really big deal. Uh, well, Fear. You're, now, you're looking at it through a different context. Yeah, old man. We're talking about a 15-year-old and a bunch of high school students who yeah. just witnessed two buildings being blown up the by some airplanes. The first attack ever on American soil in like 100 years. Well, okay, yeah. Okay, and and you, what did you feel? Um, Fear. A little bit of excitement. Okay, the media did not have to portray the attacks in that way. 
They could have done it with fun balloons. Bozo could have come out and presented. <laughs> hey, kids, hey, guess kids, what just happened? just blew up. <laughs> Suicide bombers. <laughs> I am going to disagree with you, Eric. I'm, I watched you? a lot of that coverage, and I felt that... That was very honest. It was... In the in the immediate days now the bullshit like um, afterwards nine eleven all that well crap the, the one month anniversary two month anniversary three month anniversary I mean they fucking milked that shit for nine months with all the anniversary the, bullshit the, yeah but in the immediate days following eleventh twelfth thirteenth fourteenth I felt as though the news like Wolf Blitzer and all those people were also in shock like uh, holy shit this happened I I don't know what to say here it is again. Wow, that just happened. Uh, we're getting further reports of blah, and yeah, there was some misinformation. There was whole the, the explosion in front of like the White House that wasn't really. I mean, there was a lot of misinformation. There was a lot of confusion and chaos, and I think that that whole situation was confusion and chaos. And I think that was portrayed by the media. I, I mean, as they were it, just as confused. Thank as we you. Were. At, well, but as you just backed up my point. I don't think I did though. What was your point then? You you the would say that the confusion and chaos fear. was was portrayed by the media, and that that breeds fear. But I think if, it was honest. If we wanted to come together as a country Wait, and ward this off the best way possible, it's not to create confusion and chaos. But you're making it sound like it was an intentional thing. What? Does well, that that's what you're to that's say? a totally different topic that I don't want to get into. But in the days that were leading up, right after it, I, I believe that the media was just as confused, scared, and, uh, uh, and riddled in chaos as as the rest of us were. They're just people. I mean, after the producers get involved and they start doing their retrospectives, yeah, I mean yeah. that's when the bullshit starts. I agree. But I really think that in those first few days, they so were the first few days is what you're talking about. Like, the first day, oh, the first day about when it? it happened, the day after and the day of, everyone was thinking like, "Oh my God, what's going to happen?" I was. It was a yeah. big. It was a. It I was, was like working at Harlan at the time. And we were wondering what was going to happen. Working at Harlan at the time didn't do a lick of work. I was sitting there watching the internet just like everybody else in the world. The internet Everyone. was down to a crawl. People, like, people were skipping class what's gonna just happen? to what's try gonna and figure out what was going to happen. See, you know what? I didn't. Students were I didn't even school. know what happened. Somebody, um, there was a woman that worked in the in the autoclave department that came in and said, Eric, do you know what's going on? And I was doing my work and she's like, some planes crashed into the towers. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I kept doing my work. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's it it did not phase well, me. it didn't even phase me honestly. Okay, so your okay. first memorable um okay American well, crisis. You, the, what the thing that popped into my head was like the uh, the 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 gas shortages that were like when in the seventies. Uh, it was like the seventies sometime. I remember the lines. I remember seeing uh, you know on television like at news time. Long lines. Perpetuating fear from the media. Well, <laughs> no. Building up to a confrontation with our major oil suppliers. Yes. And OPEC. The formation of OPEC. Right? That's exactly what it all comes down to. And where do we get our oil? From the Middle East. Why? And we're, we're, we're subverting those people. We're we're treating them like shit and taking all their natural resources. Of course, they're gonna. Yeah, but us. see, no, I mean, I didn't put problem, that together. Right, then I just remember <clears throat> that as being the first. It was a national crisis at that time. Sure. It was like, holy shit, what's gonna happen? We're not gonna be able to drive our cars anymore. <laughs> holy crap, you know. And I was like, and I was so young at that point. I must have been like seven. I don't know when it happened. Seventies, you know, seventy-five or whatever. So it didn't really. But 
I remember the pictures of the long lines at the gas stations thinking, mm-hmm. why, where does gas, and then that started me thinking about where does gas come from and where, you know, why, why can't we produce some sort of fuel that we can drive our cars without having to go over there and, and, and that, and then. All at seven. Like, as I grew up, I was like, That's well, heavy. who That's are heavy. these people that live in the, in these lands where all this oil comes from, where, where we have to go over there and, and it just. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm kind of, you know, broken. Well, no, kind of <laughs> jaded. Jaded She's against so jaded. against the media about about the 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 portrayal of this this uh, terrorism thing because the whole Bush terrorism. because that was the beginning of the Bush administration. So when you look back at it, it was like that's how he controlled the nation. That's how he stayed in office for eight years. And and as well, far as now I'm, you're. All right, but you know Tangenting. what? All right, I am tangenting, and and I I do I I do totally agree with your point about the media being confused at that point and just relaying the facts. And I do really appreciate the fact that I live in America, where the news is on top of things, and will will even in a in a state of confusion like that portray the news so that we can make our own opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. But what I was talking about is like after those first couple days where, hey, well, yes. where they got their shit together yeah, that's the, and then they kept perpetrating this shit. I'm not... That dis- where people were like, and oh we my agreed, God. We agreed with you at yes, that extent. Completely, 100%. Completely. Well, all we were talking about with first that. couple days. Thank you. That's all. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. You love me. You really love you me. You really love me. Okay, my yes. first one, Challenger. Oh, Challenger. Yeah. Wow, Challenger. That's a big one. Because when I was in first grade, our teacher taught us all about the space shuttle program and taught us all about the mm-hmm. Challenger. Oh, this and then was the, in first grade. And then the teacher that was going to go up on the first well, one. Well, no, no, right? that wasn't the first one. That was oh. a couple of missions down. But we wrote, I don't think I still have it anymore, but we wrote, all of us wrote our own little poem called oh. Seven Up. Oh, no. Right? Because wow. there were seven astronauts that went up. Now, this is first grade. This isn't actually the Challenger disaster. But that memory stuck in my head. We wrote this whole poem about Seven Up going up into the Challenger. Mm-hmm. Right? Fast forward to third grade when I'm sitting in my lunch line, kind of like you in the autoclave, and I'm making jokes with my friends and blah, 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 blah. And I get to the, I'm just being loud and obnoxious. <laughs> and the lunch lady's like, quiet. And I'm like, what? What's going on? And she points at the television. We never had a television in the lunch line. I turn around and there's this space shuttle, yeah. the explosion with a thing going off yeah. to the right and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm Blue like, sky. that's the there's what, people seven up. What happened? And then you know, I got the story. And I was that's like, heavy. out of the loop. Everybody else was in the loop, and Blown I got away. caught up. And I was yeah. like. Holy shit, you know, and then you watch the news and then it was like the I didn't really follow the news at that time because I'm in third grade. So I was like, what, 10 or eight, nine or something. Yeah. So I but I mean, I just knew that this was a big that deal. was a big deal. I mean, a spaceship flew up into space like With we're people a, in it. And, and it wasn't like American pride, but it was like we're um, how do I put it in like nine year old? Like we're we're a. Um, advanced nation and we're building yeah. spaceships and we've had people on the moon for we've Christ had people sakes. on the and moon now we, and then this and this, how can this yeah, possibly how can, how can a spaceship up? blow up that's just like yeah. unfathomable to me so yeah that's that's mine wow you know it's kind of interesting that nobody really came up with like a personal tragedy because there's probably people that have lost you know the lives well, well didn't we say na- the uh, question national? was american crisis not not personal tragedy that would have been a good question like the first time you realized that like life isn't awesome, but oh man! But let's not go. That there. would have been really. We don't want to go there. That's a sad story. All right, we're going a little long tonight, and I don't care because this is kind of a fun little thing to do. We've only got a few questions left. Well, let's so. go next week. What, what do we got? Well, next week 
I, don't, I think we're out next week. How old were you when you decided that crying was no longer a viable way of communicating? That's never happened. <laughs> I still cry. <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm really sad. I'm going to cry. I'm talking about like, I didn't get in my way and I'm going to cry. Oh, man. I'm going to say about, uh, that's hard. And do you have an answer to the question? I mean, it, I don't know. If no idea. No idea. Yeah, I'm going to say the same thing. I mean, I, no I don't know when that transition clue. was. I I actually, I don't remember the age. I don't remember the time. And I don't remember what the uh, what the reason was. But I remember one time I, I just, I, I was living in the house up, uh, on the river uh, with Stephen Heike. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember that house? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Old I, River I, Road. I, yeah, I must have been in like fourth grade fourth or fifth grade and i didn't get my way and i started crying i was like oh and then something clicked in my mind like this just isn't the way to communicate with people like if i'm not going to get my way that's the way it's going to be and crying is going to do it and and you know what i mean like something did they tell you that before no maybe but not that time like i just remember crying and then like feeling wow I'm, i'm in fourth grade you know, this really isn't a way to behave. Fourth grade. I mean, that's, does that seem old or does yeah. that seem young? God, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get Lily completely out of crying already. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. That's well, I think by fourth grade, my, my crying because I didn't get my way was like few and far between. But it still happened. Like, you can't do that. And then like realizing like, wow, this really isn't a good way to behave. Like, I'll just go to my room and like well, pout or something. But I'm no, not going to No, wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. No, that question actually is probably um, a lot broader ranging than than you mean it to be, at least the way I'm interpreting it, because there is definitely a, a viable reason for crying. I'm not talking about being sad, like somebody died and you're upset, well, or even, watching even a sad movie. I'm not talking about that. I'm just even, talking about even like... Not even that. Just 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 crying. I mean, there's some people that just that just cry to... Have to attention? Kind of, no, because <laughs> there's people that go out and, and hit things and beat things and 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 run really fast or they or they do physical things and that that's what helps them get over their emotional peaks that they kind of store up yeah some people just cry some people uh i i think well save it up and then they they, they just cry and that that just for no reason sometimes they just cry and that that helps them get through that's two different contexts though i think of what we're uh, what uh, jeremy's trying to say right here um you're i think they can be they can be definitely related there's a correlation though in the fact that crying and crying is still crying yes that is a, a definite correlation but what i'm trying to say is that um Crying to relieve emotion is a uh, a healthy thing. It's something that that's human. That's human that we do we, when we're sad. We cry to relieve the tension to make us feel better. Um, what he's trying to say is when you're younger and you cry because you want something because you have a goal. I would not crying. call that crying. I would call that whining. I'm well, talking about, but tears. I'm talking about like tears and <laughs> I wanted that thing that's, that you didn't get. That's, that's <laughs> totally different than the crying for sadness. Well, there's a, there should, should be another word. There should be another word for that. All right, now but we're going to talk, talk semantics now. Then because yes, this is, this there is should be another word for that. There's an argument there of be definition. Whining? No, no, no. Whining is different. Whining is no tears. It's like, I want that thing. Did you know? Crying is crying is an extension of whining. All right, crying is a is a is a is a. I disagree too. 
Alright. Folks, right in. There's whining and there's crying. Whining is just being obnoxious with no tears. Crying. And the definition of the crying, crying is fucking all out obnoxious. Bawling. I'm talking about like you took my toy away and I'm upset and now I'm crying. I got tears streaming yeah. down my face and I'm making the noise. Now, like, if you're doing like an emotional release for crying, you're not like <laughs> you don't do that anymore. There was there was a point in your life where you decided that the whole noise that you made with it was not your whining was not you're being a baby, not part of it. And and then the emotional release Use comes. Use your adult words. <laughs> well, use your words. All right, you're whining. I didn't mean that to be such a controversial crying. question. Crying means you're sad for something and you're mourning something. Wait, no, yes. when you're whining, you're still sad. If somebody takes my toy away. And I'm, I'm sad. Four. I'm sad. Okay, but you're you. So, but you're whining because because you sad. know you have to learn. There, there's that point exactly, and that was the point of the question was when does that point come? And for you, it came in fourth grade. I believe it should come much earlier than that. I don't remember when it came exactly for me, but I'm sure it was much much earlier than that. What are you saying? That you're a baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying right now. Fourth grade was a lie. She'll cry like that. All right. Aww. Well, but you know what? Maybe that makes you somehow an emotionally stronger person that you that you held on to that longer, and now you and you realize it, and you can see exactly <clears throat> when it happened. I have no idea when it happened for nah. me. So I don't know. I don't. I, know. I have this memory right. of just one day. You know day what I'm basing like... this on is because I look at my daughter who's 22 months now, and I'm like, okay, wow, okay. I'm kind of sick of this when she does this. I. <laughs> I really feel that she is 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 ready to kind of move on, and I'm sick of hearing it because we have another child to deal with. We have all the problems of, of raising a, a household, and she could help us out with that, and we could have more fun. She doesn't have to whine. Now, when she's tired, okay, tonight she started pulling some stuff, and she was like, I'm like, okay, you're tired. I understand that. I'm going to set you down, and we're going we're gonna to go as soon as possible, and we'll put you to bed, and it's fine. And I'll, you know, along that along the way I'll make you laugh a little bit because I know your little buttons and I'm starting to learn them more and more and I'll you know try to soothe your transition into sleep so that you can wake up refreshed and not have to whine through the day because you know that's why you're whining now is because you're tired but if there's if you want a cookie right now and it's it's dinner time and we're about to eat some corn or whatever you're not going to get a cookie and if you sit there and cry about it Forget it. I'm going to shut you in your room and say, no, you're not getting nothing until you shut the hell up, basically, because I'm not going to give in to your whining. I don't care how old you are, you know? And this has been parental advice from your uncle and mine, Eric. Hi. Sorry. No, <laughs> right. I'm Fred Astaire, remember? Fred Astaire. Next question. What? Now, don't think too deep oh, wait, about did this. Did Keith ever answer that question? You he just didn't don't have remember an either? No, I didn't really have an answer. I mean, uh, well, do you have any rebuttal to that? I mean, do you think I'm full of shit? Do you think I have 23% intelligence or whatever it is? Or no, no he says 23 idiocracy. Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, actually, that's Six. like 78 genius, maybe. That's pretty good. So you know, you're, you're better than average. It's, it's not bad. So you know, I don't know. I'm, who knows? Mine's probably like 50 right now, with just a really nice bullshitometer. But anyways, Minhas, Minhas, indeed. Um, I'm gonna have to say that. Uh, when it comes to whining versus crying, um, they are different, but they uh, both have roots in the same thing, I'm going to have to say. Because when a kid's sad, he's crying over something that he believes is very important because that's his understanding. I like when... Perspective. Uh, like saying... It, priorities. Well, yeah, yeah. priority to your, to your daughter is a cookie. That's a big priority for her. So she's like, 
if I can't eat my cookie, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to get the endorphins from eating this cookie and then being, you know, feeling that elation and joy. If I don't get that cookie, I'm I'm not going to be happy right now, at the moment. So, this yeah, that's that's a cross. very good point because this goes back to marketing. Oh boy! Seriously. I would like to move on to the next question. Watch before the story we start of stuff, about. Jeremy. What it, what was that? What was that circular thing on the story of stuff where it's like you it's watch like a, TV, <clears throat> you see what the new stuff is. If you don't have it, you're sad. So you go out and you work hard so you can make a lot of money to buy that new stuff. Then you, you sit there and you're so tired after working so hard. You go and all you all you have time to do is sit and watch TV. And then you realize that oh, there's some new stuff out there. So you have to go to work again to make more money to, to buy, buy that stuff, new yeah. stuff that they're putting out to you. Yep. Anyways. It's it's that get that in, in that instant gratification. Second to last question. So that's why I want to break that cycle in my daughter as soon as possible because to make sure that she doesn't like instant gratification. Yes. Yes. Don't think too hard about this next question because there's a follow up. <clears throat> what was your first favorite band? Oh, Five Iron Frenzy. Okay. What I don't even know what Five Iron. They Frenzy were a ska is. band. They were yeah. huge for me. Um, they were uh, they were a Christian band. Okay. And uh, back in my days, you know, growing up in a in predominantly Christian household, uh, that was uh, very acceptable music. And they were just rocking. I mean, yeah, the trumpets, Skanking, they had everything going. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I went to one of their concerts, and they were just badass. And I'm just like, wow. A lot this of horns. Awesome. A lot of horns. They had great songs. You know, I just like jam out to. Yeah. Okay. Was it really heavy on the Jesus talk, though? Was it, like, really heavy? Yeah, occasionally. But, you know, they had their songs where it was just kind of just, just like... Just a lot of skank. Just a lot of... A lot of... Wow. Sweet. A lot of coolness. Yeah, right. I, I mean, ska, I, I... It doesn't really matter to me what the lyrics are. I love ska. Like, all ska. Just the bouncy... Oh, pretty much. I can dance. Yeah, the skank. All right, first yeah. favorite band. I would... I, well, I'm going to have to say Pink Floyd. Oh, uh, see, so I was hoping. Mm. All right, that's fine. Okay, I'm gonna have to say Pink Floyd. It's probably because I I never like owned any CDs or DVDs or, or albums. My brother had albums, and I really liked the albums that he owned. He had this Pete Shelley uh, album, um, and I really liked that. They were riding on the escalator of life. We're shopping in the human mall, and then he had a lot of Devo albums, and I would listen to those, and I liked them a lot, but. The the first music that really sunk into me was when I went oh, when I went to Germany. See, that's not what I was trying to get at. I'm no, not no, talking no, about. Well, no, no. Because I have a follow. It was my first favorite music. My first okay. favorite band. Really? Because Pink Floyd. Yes, yes because I went to oh. Germany when I was about fifteen, and I found these albums. Okay, I I found it was called A Nice Pair, and it was like the first two albums that Pink Floyd ever put out, and. That was what I did a lot. I went up to the little attic room that that I lived in over there, okay, because it was at my brother, my my dad's sister's house, and I went up in the attic and I found all these old albums and I found these Pink Floyd. I'm like, oh my god, Pink Floyd! They're in, they're here in, in uh, even though they were from England, right. I was like, oh, I had heard of Pink Floyd in America, but now they're in Germany too. They're everywhere. So I put them on. I li- and my god, I must have listened to them like. Every day, three or four times when I was okay. over there. Every single day. And I just got to know every one of their songs, and I just fell totally in love with it. And when I came back to America, I must have bought... I went and bought... Actually, I went... That was Those were the first CDs. CDs I bought. I bought a four-CD set of uh, Pink Floyd albums. Okay. And I still own them, and I just listen to them over. And not even Dark Side of the Moon, but like Adam Hart Mother, Saucer Full of Secrets, 
and um, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Seriously, those three albums, over and over and over and over and over and over. And I could probably sing every single fucking lyric to every one of those CDs. There you go, my favorite band. First favorite so, band. So my answer is going to pale in comparison to both of yours. Hmm. <clears throat> because my first favorite band yeah. was Huey Lewis and the News. <laughs> I had that album. I, I, I owned uh, that sports. album. Sports. Sports. Where he was on the cover with the, play, with the billiard table. He yeah. was playing he pool? Had, no, he had his, he had his, he was not playing. He was standing there Did with he have his, like, his jacket sports coat over his, his shoulder. shoulder. That's right. The News, I think, was playing pool behind yep. him. Yep. Yeah, I had that album, and I loved like seven out of the ten songs on there. And then on my dad, he worked at the radio station, so he got all the promo albums. And so he gave me the next album, Four. Did he give you the Huey Lewis and the News, the first one? No. He gave me that one. Oh, I had it. It was stamped for promotion. I, for that's how I got that album. Only. Yeah, but I listened to it a lot. The I, first, I, I never heard the first yep. album. I, I think I found the tape at a bookstore <laughs> that's, once. That's funny. But I looked, funny, I, looked I, at the, I looked at the liner notes of the first album, and I didn't recognize any of the songs, because Sports was the one where they made their real big radio break and their MTV break. I want a new drug. Exactly. What I don't make me sick. Okay. Don't cost too much and make me feel three feet thick. thick. <laughs> I want um, a new drug. <laughs> so I think you guys actually answered this next question and I've actually forgotten my answer to this question. So we'll see how this pans out. It's a follow-up. What was the first band that made an impression on you? Now, I think, Eric, you said Pink Floyd made an impression on you. I think you said the Ska Band made an impression yeah. on you. Maybe you can adjust your answers if you want to. My goal with this was, like, my first favorite band was Huey Lewis and the News. That was like fluff music. Like, I loved it. But that was that like didn't make a statement. It wasn't like wow, this is like new and different. It was just like can ah, I can I, I like venture this. a guess here? What is it? You two? No. Oh I, wow! You know, Depeche Mode, Erasure, Pet Shop Boys. I, I don't know. I, I, the monkeys. <laughs> I I did like the monkeys. The banana splits. Hey hey, the monkeys. I had we like the I had around. an I had an answer to this that was not you two, and I can't remember what the answer to it was. So now I'm gonna de- itself. default back to you two. Oh, I was right. Oh. You're, you're, I was right by default. In this you're like, instance, you're like Woo-hoo. half right because I had something else, and I can't. It's gone now. Remember was what it, skinny it was? Puppy? No, skinny puppy was after you two. Wow, Devo. No. The Bangles? God, it sucks. I had, like... All right, well, anyways. Do you guys... Bananarama? Have anything other than your ska band or your uh, Pink well, Floyd that was like... I, I think I mentioned Devo. Like, my brother had the, all these Devo albums, and he would listen to them, and I, there was a couple of songs like... Oh! We Lost Our Tails Evolving Up It just from, popped up. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your story. I... We've all... We Lost Our Tails Evolving Up From Little Snails, and they say it's all just wind and sails. Are we just men? We're no weird Devo. You know, it, it's like de-evolution. That kind of... That I mean, Pink Floyd was really good, and they have actually. I I think I lost touch with Pink Floyd because I really liked the music, but I never really listened to the lyrics. Okay. Then I got into this Devo, and then all this weird stuff. And then I got into Scott. And I got, and then all of a sudden I started listening to Pink Floyd again because Listen I had all these albums, and I started like, like, understanding and comprehending the lyrics, and I was like, wow, they're fucking just as deep, if not deeper, but in a kind of a different way. You know, so uh-huh. it's kind of a convoluted answer, I guess. Yeah, no, 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 I hear you. So, I, Keith, I, I mean, yeah. Other, I mean, anything other than the ska, that ska band that like meant something to me, or was that the band that was like, wow, this changes everything for me on the musical scene? Mm, 
I say that and Blink-182. Really? Blink-182 was my first crossover from Christian music. Okay. That was your first, like, rock band that yeah. wasn't Christian music? Animal of the State. That was just about, like, you know, what about what things that were sing? taboo? All the small things... I will not go say it ain't so. I'm all the lights on. Carry me home. The little windmill. Yeah, it was great. I used to love them. All right. So, okay. I I remember it was not U2. That was the first, like, band that made an impression on me. The first band that made an impression on me that was making a statement that talked to me. (laughs) Didn't really talk to me, but, like, made me feel (laughs) like, yeah, these guys are onto something was... Two live crew. Wow. Because now I have a story that backs us up. They obviously made their two as nasty as we want to be, right? That was the fuck mm-hmm. shop and we'll do all this sex. And that was their album. That was like the controversial run, right? They got sued in like Florida and California, whatever. That was not the first album I bought. The first album I bought was their follow up album, which was completely censored. And it, it, they, they chose to censor it to show. Like, what music would be like if we decided that we were just going to censor everything that had a naughty word in it, right? And then there were some other songs that were on there that were kind of politically motivated. And then I was probably like 12, 13 years old at the time when I heard this. I was like, yeah, yeah, freedom of speech. You can't hold these people back. They got something to say and they want to say it. You got to let them say it. And I just remembered that I bought that tape. I didn't buy as nasty as they want to be, which was like the tape that everybody was after. I bought their follow-up album, which had these politically, I'm using air quotes again, motivated songs. Mm -hmm. And I listened to the damn thing over and over. Their song was Banned in the USA. It was a parody of uh, Born in the USA. So they (laughs) had like the lyric and everything. And he's like, I was banned in the USA. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I bought as nasty as they want to be. And I listened to that shit over and over again. It's like, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter how stupid the lyrics are or how nasty or how vulgar they are. You got a right to say it. And that was like the thing that like, that was the thing that made the first musical impression on me. Wow. Two live Nice, nice, nice. Sweet. Very nice. So there you go. Deep. Yeah. Frank Zappa. Fighting. That's it. That's all I got. That's Those are all Fighting the questions. The uh, wow. We, we got through them. Uh, we are... Fuck. I don't know. We got a lot of tape 123 in minutes. We're at... If anybody's still minutes. listening, send us a, a... We're not. We're at like an hour and a half. Well, it's the 70th episode. email and... Uh, we should go 70 answer, minutes, guys. Answer, 70 minutes. Answer hmm. all your all the questions okay. yourself and send them to us and let us... Yeah. Pet, yeah. Let's hear what you have to say. Do a, do a nice... Uh, Serial promo for for episode seventy one. Do into it. a it's kind of Coco Pebbles review. There you go, Coco Pe- Pebbles. If well, there's like a the off name brand of uh, yeah. Coco Pebbles, oh, like Choco Puffs or whatever it is. Yeah, what are they actually? Dragon. I have no idea. Find turds. the find the off brand of Coco Pebbles. There you I'm go. sure I've had it. I love gerbil it. turds. I think they're called gerbil turds, aren't they? Gerbil turds. Malt oatmeal gerbil turds. Gerbil turds. Gerbil turds. Gerbil turds. I still like the idea of clown gangster rap. Clown gangster rap. We're coming back with it. Coming back with the clown rap that's Come uh, on. next next week back oh, yeah. from the old school clown all rap right this was good question and answer session all right. well i feel like i know you guys more than yeah. i've ever known you before we're so close you shared so much oh, i love my you god let's go watch broke back <laughs>